All right, welcome back to the Conehead Sports Podcast on a Monday. Might be uploaded Monday night, might be uploaded Tuesday. It's whatever I feel. But we're back here with Corey, reoccurring guest. Corey, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. I'm out here. I took a big old nap today, and I'm rested up for this podcast. I'm ready. It's, um, well, so in the last podcast, we talked about, we'll talk about schooling. We'll get to that in a second. Corey's at NKU. What's the, for everybody who's not in college, everybody's in high school, what's like college and COVID right now? How's that? Um, well, it depends on the college that you look at. Um, NKU is a big commuter school. A lot of people kind of live close enough to where they just drive to class every day and, you know, they just come. And then yeah. there's a lot of people, there's some people that live on, that live on campus. Um, but as for us, there's not a lot of on-campus activities right now. But if you look at a school like UK, like the UK is pretty much business as usual from what all my friends tell me. Um, as yeah. for NKU, it's a lot different because... Just they don't have a lot of commuters, and NKU does have a lot of commuters. So it just depends on the school you look at, but it's true. It's a lot different. So, so we started school Wednesday, and I mean, I didn't mind coming back. I was kind of like, let's come back, let's get this over with, let's get through my senior year. I'm not as hype about my senior as some other people are, but um, yeah. So, but we went back. We wore had to wear a mask. Um. The, so what they do is after like fourth period and after like six, no, after fourth period. And then I think, I don't know, maybe after fifth, they let us go outside and we get to take off our mask for like 15 minutes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But so, so quick question. today, yeah, go ahead. If I'm in class and I just decide to take off my mask, what is happening to me? What are they going to do to me at Scott County? Like take it off all the way and just like if leave I it just off? took it off and decided to leave it off, what are they gonna do? What is my punishment? Probably honestly, they'd probably just be like, turn, <laughs> put it back on, on, put it back on. If you're not going to, I don't know what they would do, honestly. Because I, I, that's what I'm curious about. Because there's no way that you like enforce it. Like, I don't. It just seems <laughs> weird, but I don't know. I've wore it up at my nose for. I mean, all of my classes. I mean, they're social distance a little bit. Only one of them I'm like closer to people, but usually in the ones of mine, I just kind of put my nose, put it down. They don't really have some teachers or I've seen teachers that are like, if it's not on your nose, put it on your nose. If it is, if it isn't, then I don't really care. But that was, I thought they, they're not as strict as I thought they'd be today. So we couldn't go outside today. Of course it was raining. So what yeah. they did is in our fourth and sixth hour, it was in our fifth hour. Actually it was in fourth, fifth and sixth. We didn't. Um, they they didn't let us go outside. They're like, all right, just social distance inside your classrooms. Um, that didn't work. Yeah, it I mean, doesn't I sound like it. I didn't. I didn't take off my mask. I mean, these. I'm fine with my mask. I don't really care having it on as much as I guess other people. But nah, they, she was like, all right, here's your mask break. Um, in five minutes we'll come back and we'll have to put it back on. Some people took it off. Some people just left it on. Nobody moved. Not social distance. Um, I'm going to give it until November, let's see, November 10th. I think we'll have a case oh, maybe really? under that. What do you, what do you think? What do you think the, uh, what the first case will be? Well, it I don't really know. Cause you have to assume, well, somebody's going to get it. It's going to happen. There's no way to totally prevent it. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I'm willing to say that somebody's already had and been asymptomatic. Uh, over, well, I guess it's only been a week. I'll give it. I'll give it until. Uh, I'll give it two weeks from uh, today. Two weeks from yeah. this week, something is going to happen. My I question is: Whenever there cool. is a case, are they shutting it down, or what's going on there? Do they have a plan, or? So they have us in assigned seats, very strict assigned seats. For the first time, I like they've had it like really strict. They're like, so if somebody gets a neck to you, they can track it, but you can't really yeah. track that because you can't track it in lunch, you can't track it in the hallway, you can't track it what they do before the school, you after leave school, the school, you know, exactly, exactly. So it's 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 weird. It's a weird system. If somebody gets it, I feel like close down the school. Honestly, for me. Some of my classes, we're not even, they're not even handing out papers. It's all on Google Classroom. Yeah. So that it's, it's an interesting system. I'll hopefully get used to it soon. But let's now get into what everybody has been waiting to hear. Kentucky beat Tennessee oh, yes. 34 to 7. It was a beat down the entire way. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Think about this stat real quick. I heard this earlier. Um, UK has let has has nine interceptions through two games and have only allowed nine points through two games. Yeah, and the defense really has only allowed seven because the one safety where the center just snapped it <laughs> twenty feet above Duffy's head. You know that wasn't the defense's fault. So Max but Duffy is so smart. Exactly. Because if he dude, if he would have grabbed that, it, they would have had it on the on the one, but he just kicked yeah. it out of bounds. Yeah, that's it was weird because. It was almost to the point where it would have they would have gotten the ball on the one, but he yep. like kicked it out. But if he was one foot or one yard behind, then they would have got the one because it was like an illegal kicking or whatnot. But yeah, that was that was a while ago. But our our defense looked really great the other uh, yeah Saturday. So, so so do we call him Boss Man Fats now? Oh yeah, I, I think you do. <laughs> you know, I after uh, after the Auburn game, I was upset at him. And I'm like, all right, everybody's bad game. Seth Williams is one of the elite receivers. He might not look like it because his quarterback sucks, but he he's one of the elite yeah. receivers. You know, I'll give him some slack. And he talks some trash. I'm like, you know, all right, whatever. It's what you do. That then push. he goes and does what he does against Ole Miss. And that just made me mad because it it was Ole Miss. I mean, their offense is really good. Well, yeah. then again, Arkansas did you know have six <laughs> interceptions this past weekend, but their offense looked to be good. You know. Yeah. But he just didn't play with any effort. And then he went and talked more trash after the game. And so I, that's what made me more mad. But I feel like he's redeemed himself to where, you know, I'm I'm happy with him again. I'm not mad at him like I once was. I know. I was I was heated at him after that game. He got mossed. And the, and he just, there was a flag on Auburn. And then he just went up and shoved the guy. I was like, oh, what yeah, are you doing? You and I were together that day. It, it, yeah. And it was just mind-boggling as to what, like, what goes through your head to do that. I don't get that. It's... I wonder if I can get Bossman on the show. Ask him about his why he named himself Bossman Fats. Yeah, I wonder what made him. Well, I saw somebody. He retweeted a tweet from a guy named Bossman Pringles or something. <laughs> and so I'm wondering if it was like a Bossman clan. Like, there's many Bossmans, and his name is Fat. So like I, that's how, what my assumption is. Like why BN Cordray and like that. Yeah, Fat you know, Bossman. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But he has now he has two picks, one for a pick six. I mean, our secondary that first game, I've t- I totally gave up on it. I was like, nope, it's all it's all the linebackers, the defensive tackles, whatever. 
now, I mean, we we only played Old Miss and um Tennessee, but still they looked crazy. Well, that, Tennessee so is inconsistent as they can be, but <laughs> it, we that defense still played amazing and it, 100%. it College football is very confusing right now. There's many teams I don't know what is going on. Arkansas is two and two. They should be three and one if the refs didn't screw them over. Yeah. Is Auburn good or are they not good? Is Ole Miss good? Arkansas just destroyed them, but they dropped fifty on Bama. So I have many questions. Is it and makes I'm just no confused. <laughs> is is Mississippi State good? They they had one good game and hasn't been, haven't been doing anything since. I just have so many questions and it's it's I'm confused right now. To be honest with you. It is it is weird. We go we play Missouri next. And I twenty twenty is as weird as it gets, but I mean what you just said is even more crazy. I mean, Old Miss literally came like two touchdowns away from beating Alabama. And they had that's crazy. Matt Corral throws six interceptions. <sighs> the, the end of that game was nuts because him and Felipe Franks were just trading turnovers like four or five times in a row. Like there was a, a play or there was a series where for four plays in a row, there was a turnover. Like oh. they each each team did one snap or did four snaps total when they all had a turnover, and it was the announcers were going nuts. And Lane Kiffin looked like he was about to <laughs> punch one of his players. He was Lane not happy. Kiffin. So the game, so I didn't get to watch a lot of the first half of the UK game because we were doing something. We were cleaning off gravestones, but I had it in my back pocket listening to Tom Hart. I love those Tom Hart, Rogers, and. Cole Kublik, who did like my tweet once, and so I'm not going to brag, but he did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to brag. <laughs> so I, those three are probably one of my favorite announcers, like, period. Those guys are – Oh, yeah. That, that crew is great. Um, Cole Kublik is one of the funniest people that I know. <laughs> he, I like him because he sticks up for all the linemen in the world. I never played <laughs> football, but if I did, like, my heart identifies with the linemen, and Cole Kublik always stands up for the linemen and stuff. Yeah, um, and he eats, he just eats food. <laughs> when he was, yeah, he did a food review of like the bacon cheeseburger or something at Rep Arena, and it was a great food review, and I'd watch it over and over again. Yeah, but they're all great. Um, Tom Hart is funny as he can be, so I love them doing all of our game or doing the games we've been doing so far. I have a pretty cool story that happened Saturday night, also. So after, so Kentucky, keep in mind, Kentucky's in Tennessee, so they have like a three-hour drive back. So we go out to eat as we um as we usually do on Saturday nights. We went to Roosters, and we had a pretty big party. So they put us in like the very back, the very back of Roosters. And this is Roosters in Lexington. I heard what happened here, and we're sitting there, and these huge—I mean, huge—guys walk back, and I'm like, "What the heck?" And I'm like, "These guys." I mean, it looked. I was like, "That's Josh Pascal." I was like, "Hold up," and like. The entire D line walked in. I'm like, that's Bohannon. He has his leg in a brace. And I was like, well, crap. This is the entire UK D line. Yeah. And they were just that's sitting crazy. there. And I was like, these guys are huge. I mean, when I tell you, when you look on the screen, you're like, these Dude. guys are not big. These guys are big. These One guys time I take you down. I I saw Nick Richards at Evans Orchard, and he was in the corn maze, and I saw his afro sticking up above <laughs> all the corn, and it was, and I was like, wow, that is a big man. Football was even big because he was like kind of like I don't say lanky, but he wasn't like broad. Yeah. But seeing a lineman like that, no, Bohan is like three seventy, so that's huge. So what I, what I, was, I thought was fun was like so my mom being my mom, 
the defensive lineman coach was sitting at a different table. I think he was just waiting to pay for him or whatever. And I mean, some of them were talking to him. Some of them were over here. They just took over this entire back room that we were sitting in. And my mom was like, so you're the defensive coach. She like talked with him. And then she asked if we can get a picture of everybody. And I'm like, just sitting here embarrassed. Cause like, I don't want to act like they're like, they're also humans. I mean, they want to eat. They don't want to be distracted. Yeah. They just played a game. They're probably tired. But my mom being my mom, we all got a picture with them. Oh, great. It's great for your mom. She, <laughs> I, my biggest regret is not getting a picture with Nick Richards because it was right before he blew up. Oh. And so I, that's my biggest regret in life. If I could do have one do over, it would be that. I have a picture with Ashton Hagens, that one of the Aaron Harrison. I have a picture with Ashton Higgins twice, actually. I mean, it's weird how I always find these guys without even looking. Oh, yeah. But back to these, the roosters. So my, we got the picture, and we're standing there, and the defensive line coach is taking the picture. And I don't know who was next to me. It was one of the guys. This guy was huge. And he put bunny ears behind one of my friends. <laughs> and my dad was to the right of me, and he goes, Ashton, put your hand down. And I'm like, hey, that's not me. And he goes, oh, shoot, my bad. And the guy just put him back up. It was so funny. Because my dad funny. was like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to yell at a guy who can literally just lay on me. Facts. But then my mom went over and talked to Josh Pascal. I got to talk to him for a second. I he ha- So he talked about how he beat cancer. He seems – there's a lot of cool stories on our football team, and he's one of them. For sure. He seems like a great guy. Yeah, but it was it was a very weird – interaction because i don't I want to bother when my mom had mom's like no we got to talk to these guys and i mean for the most of them if you look in the picture i, I think you, i don't know if you've seen it they all looked pretty happy all of them and i was like oh okay, they beat tennessee happy. at knoxville for the first time since 84 <laughs> i'm sure they were happy <laughs> honestly but that so that night was um was pretty good um yeah that's pretty much it for the uk game we're gonna we'll shift We'll shift into football. Right now, I'm watching the uh, the Chiefs Bills game. So the Chiefs, this is it's at, on already. It's on at five. oh, it started at five. That's nuts. I I love all these weird game times. Oh, they are. That's the only good thing about COVID is you get games like this. Watching oh, a yeah. game at five, I get off of school at four, coming home just to be able to chill and watch Josh Allen yeah. and Pat Mahomes go at it. During August, when there was NF or NBA games from like one p.m. to like eleven, <laughs> it was that was a great era. That's and, and, I, and hopefully I'll be able to get March Madness in uh, in March. Oh yeah, that would be. The I best. think we will. I mean, the NCAA can't go two years without March Madness because that's what funds Heck everything. No. There's so much money involved with it, so they they're gonna have it. Oh, they it's gonna they, be weird. They can't risk it. So we'll, now, actually, before we go into that, we'll talk about something that's. Have you ever have you ever played the NHL hockey games? I've I well. Uh, it, I have one from like 2008 on my GameCube, so that's the last I've played one. <laughs> I bet. So, do you know who Doc Emmerich is? I've heard the name. He's the announcer for all the big Stanley Cup games, all the big hockey games. He's usually the announcer. And he did, I'm pretty sure, all of the um, NHL games. I mean, he is the main guy. And today he retired. I did hear about this, yeah. So, big props to Doc for retiring. I mean... If you know, if you've ever heard the voice, go look. If you haven't, go look up Doc Emmerich. You'll find him. He's everywhere. His voice is one of the best. I've always loved him. He's, but shout out to that guy. He did it. He gets to now lay back and watch other people do it. That's um, he his voice is really like iconic to me because me and 
Ethan would just who doesn't know that's my brother for anybody who doesn't know. We would play NHL. We loved it because you could fight. You can't fight in any other video oh, game. Oh yeah. So we love just playing that and he'd be in the background talking. So that was that was pretty cool. It's weird. It's sad, a little nostalgic, but good for him. Now he just gets to chill. Maybe I don't know if he has kids. I'm really not sure about his personal life, but now he gets to chill out. Maybe I'll send him a quick DM. Congrats. Go for it. <laughs> um, but now to football. We'll start with um let's see, what should we start? Um, I guess we'll start with Le'Veon Bell getting released from the Jets, which I feel like is anybody's dream, and signed with the Chiefs. So basically what happened is the Jets released him and paid him his guaranteed money and then put him on a waiver, which basically means he can pick – correct me if I'm wrong, Corey. I feel like he can pick any team he wants to go to. Yeah, they bought out his contract, and he got paid all the money they used guaranteed – and so he's just a free agent now. Anybody can get him. Um, there's the day before the playoffs start where there's like a deadline or whatnot, but that's nowhere in sight. So yeah. you got to pick any team, and he's going to the Chiefs, who are going to make very good use out of him. Um, first of all, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the fresh, the fresh Prince, Prince of Hilaire. I think fresh that's what Prince we're calling of Hilaire. He was he was nuts at LSU. And he's not. You got Sammy Watkins, and then you put Le'Veon Bell in. I mean, it's like I don't. I can't remember what they said. Anything that can stop that offense, I don't. I just don't know. You have to come up. I mean, John Gruden stopped it last week, but he didn't stop it with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Yeah. Think of. I would love to be an NFL coach, just to be able to watch hours and hours of play call. To figure out oh, yeah. the perfect solution to beat these teams, because you know John Gruden didn't sleep that week leading up to the Chiefs game. Oh, for sure, he's probably been working that all off season, knowing that they're going to be playing them. So I, I, it's for NFL coaches. It's weird for me because Adam Gase, the coach of the Jets, coached the Dolphins from like 2015, maybe no, maybe 17 and 18. I just want to know what team looked at a coach from the Dolphins in that time span and said, "Hey, I want to hire him." I want him to be my coach. I don't know who made that decision. Exactly. But. How would the how would the Jets be like? I mean, this guy wasn't too good in Miami, but man, if he came here, he could really light us up. No, Jets, which is a worse franchise than Miami. I don't. I just don't know what the Jets are doing. Do they have any good players? On Le'Veon's gone. Who is there? Who is the Jets? Okay, I like Sam Darnold a lot. He gets yeah. a lot of hate, but he has no weapon, so I can't really blame him. Who was the Jets' next best player? I can't I'm, think. I'm trying of, to think of a player on the Jets. I think there's like a I'm, Demarcus Lawrence or something. Maybe he's on the Jets. Is that? No, he's on the that, Cowboys, isn't he? That sounds more right than what I said. Because I mean, Jamal Adams is gone. Jamal Adams was in the receivers. They, they traded him too. They've had. I mean, the I mean, the last good player I've ever like heard from the Jets was Darrell Revis. But man, that's that was he years was old there too. Ago. So his yeah. It was years ago when he was good. It was Revis Island. But I can't think of I mean Let me look. Geno Smith was the quarterback. Oh, Joe, Brandon Joe. Marshall at one point was good. Um Frank He was Go- the receiver there. Frank Gore? Oh yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to look here for stats for the The Jets are just the def just the, the definition of a dumpster fire. No, like, it's it's bad bad. Avery Williams? He quit Hmm. Uh, it's terrible. I get like 
Do they uh, not have draft picks? Like, who do they pick every year in the draft is my question. Oh, they have Quinton Williams. That's another player. That's he's, who it is, yes. He, he gets double teamed every play, so there's there's no way he's even doing anything. He's the only good player on their D-line for sure. I don't – It's no, it's like dumpster, dumpster fire. Like, if you put a dumpster fire back into another dumpster fire, that's, that's better than the Jets. Like, it's not even like they're – like – even if they tank, what are they going to do? Get one good player? Like, they don't have any assets at all. They have no, like, team brand. They don't have an identity. They're just lingering in, like, terribleness. They're just awful. Like Oh, I remember when I was little, Brex Ryan being their coach. And now I see him, like, on ESPN trying to give his take. I'm like, nobody ca- Rex, nobody cares about your take because you were a terrible football coach. I think he was over 500, uh, maybe. That's I just I love Rex Ryan. I, I think he's hilarious. He was a terrible coach. It's, it wasn't a terrible coach. It's, it's a time in the NFL wasn't that great. But I I love Rex Ryan. I think he's funny. But I think he is funny. But I don't know if is he the Bills back, coach now. He no, he's definitely not the Bills coach now. But he did coach the okay. Bills. Okay. Yeah. But I don't. If you are a bad head coach, I don't know how you can give opinions. On other, I think I think he could probably bring the Jets, give the Jets at least one win, rather than their zero and six. Think the Dolphins literally didn't even let him score; they beat him twenty four to zero. Rex Ryan, how did the Dolphins shut you out? Well, oh. I can't say. My Niners got blown out by the Dolphins. I can't talk or, do- or forget that I said that. I didn't <laughs> the say Dolphins that. are three and three. How I weren't last year they just weren't they the worst franchise ever last year and now all of a sudden they're like three and three what happened there what happened um they got rid of adam i'll give him that (laughs) yeah it's fair um but uh it's magic yes so fitzpatrick so yesterday Tua tagovailoa the alabama old quarterback had his first debut and to me that wasn't a debut in my opinion would you call that? Because did you see the picture of him on the field facetiming his parents? Yeah. Um, what I think about this is that grueling injury he had back in what was that 2019? 20, yeah. Yeah. This year around this time, last year on this time. After that, it was almost career-ending injury. I think it meant to him meant a lot to his psyche that he went out there and played some football. Although he didn't, you know, do anything crazy important, he was able to complete passes, and I think that just meant a lot, a lot to him mentally. He, um, which makes sense, he although he didn't really win the football game for him. But no, not at all. Fitzmagic did. He was two for two yeah. with nine yards. But I mean, he's getting somewhere. And no, I don't think anybody yeah. thought he'd be here last year. It's kind of like oh, who's, it was Alex Smith did it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, where he, you know, people didn't think he was going to survive his injury because it was so bad, and he went out there a couple weeks ago and got back out there as well. So I think it was more of the mental hurdle of hey i'm back and i'm playing football now for Tua. now i'm looking the score is 7-3 the chiefs do you think the bills are fake good i do not um i've been a big fan of i've been a big fan of josh allen um these you two have like cannons for arms and they make he he takes a lot of risks I like yeah. that in a quarterback. I think if you play passive, then you're just playing not to lose. Exactly. Um, and then you I, I think the Bills are pretty good. I mean, they have some weapons on offense. You know, Deng- uh, Stephon Diggs, one of the great receiver. Don't even get me started about Kevin, that. 
Devin Jeez. Singletary. Um, and their, their defense is pretty good, too. Their defense is pretty good, yeah. So I I like the Bills. I really do. I think I they lost to the Titans. Is that who they lost? They're 4-1. I think they lost to the Titans. I believe so. Oh, Josh Allen just took a keeper. Oh, throw it. No, he didn't. All right. Um, but no, I think I think they're good. I think they will make the playoffs. To do noise is uncertain as of right now. I'm not real. We'll see how they how they do on this game. If they if they I don't even need them to win. If they get close to beating the Chiefs, that's all I care about because I feel like the Chiefs are a home run to win it right now. To put all your best. I down. I think it's there's besides the Ravens and the Chiefs like there's. Like no, I don't see any other team winning the Super Bowl besides either of those two. I don't, I don't think any other teams in their league are even close to it. Even the Ravens are looking kind of iffy right now. Well, me, they're me well. I guess Carson was kind of came back, but their defense looked good through three quarters last night. And if you have Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's good. Him, his playoff worth is unknown. He's only played two games. Didn't play good in either of them. But yeah. Um, 16 for 27 with 186. I think that's good. That's what you need to do, Purdue. See, their team is incredible. I think they'll be back. I think they're going to lose to the Chiefs, though. Um, but what's now? Let's see. Where do I want to take this? Let's get to – we'll start with your team, and then we'll get to my team. The 49ers played the Rams yesterday, and, I mean, it went pretty good for you. Yeah, we looked pretty good considering our whole team is injured. <laughs> um, our offense looks – Jimmy Garoppolo looked to have a good game, one that he hasn't really had. He had a, one good game early in the season, but then he got injured. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see him play good again because I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he was the symbol for our franchise turning around. When, he, when we traded for him, yeah. we started him the one year. We went undefeated the rest of the year. Yeah, and that was did. at the point where I'm like, oh, we're our franchise is turning around. We're not poop anymore. And so I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's hilarious. Um, he's my guy. Um, I, I think uh, he's a good quarter. I think it's too much hate for um, – I think he's overpaid, but I think he gets a lot of hate for his production. Yeah, I think people just call him more of a – he, they're a running team, and they don't think Garoppolo is that – I think Garoppolo is good. Um, I mean, they beat the Rams, and I feel like the Rams, Sean McVay, I feel like, is one of the smartest coaches in the league. Oh, who, he's a genius. He's also like 35 years old. I got to look at yeah, that. I think he's younger than that. I, he's young. He's young, young. What I didn't understand is like, so him and he's 34. Crazy. He grew up in with the league, his dad, something with the 49ers background, John Gruden, his dad, um, a bunch of that. So he grew up around football. And then he, I mean, he's he's one of the, he was the youngest coach ever. He's very successful. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl one of his first years. They're four and two. They just lost. But I mean, Sean McVay is one of the smartest coaches. I've always loved him. I've loved him. I've loved Shanahan, um, Peyton. I mean, they're all... Those guys are crazy good. I mean, to even the NFC beat him. West, I think the NFC West is the hardest division in football right now. You have uh, the Niners, who just came off of a Super Bowl appearance. They have good players, although they're crippled right now. We have good players who know how to play football. Seahawks, Russell Wilson, elite quarterback. And you have a lot of whips on the offense. The defense is kind of iffy, which we haven't seen for a while, but yeah. they're still a great team. Then you have the Rams that you were talking about. They have pieces. They have the best player in football right now, Aaron Darnold. 
Um, Jared Goff is a good quarterback. Sean McVay, like you said, great coach. And you have the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is one of the bright young quarterbacks who I love. Best receiver in football. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. I'll bring up Larry Fitzgerald all day. He's great. I love Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. So the NFC West is probably the toughest division. People love to talk about the uh, NFC South, but we haven't seen them produce at the level that I thought they were going to produce yet. So I'm still going with the NFC West every day. Dude, the worst team in the NFC West are three and three, and that's the 49ers, and they look yeah, good. So exactly. Now we'll go to the um the Vikings, my team for many many years now since I was old enough to know what a team was. I've been rooting for the Vikings, and I've never been more disappointed in a team than I am this year. They are one and five. I don't know. I I hate Kirk Cousins. I. I don't even know what to say about him anymore. He throws so many picks. He's He looked really good versus the Seahawks. I mean, he looked good that Sunday night primetime game. And then he comes out this week, throws like three picks. Yeah. He was missing Dalvin Cook, but there's no reason, reason you're throwing three picks just because your running back is gone. The only um, good thing I can come from this game is just Je- Justin Jefferson is an absolute beast, and we oh, are so he's lucky a, to have he's a dog. Him. I got him. I had to pick him up in fantasy after seeing what he was at LSU last year. Well, I knew man. he was going to be good in the league. Um, I, he's he's great. I've been high on him since they drafted him. We're one in five. Do you think one in five is good enough to call for Mike Zimmer's job with all he's done in the last few years? <sighs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I'd say, I think you need to explore more of a new quarterback option rather than a new coach. I'm trying um, to think who else we have on the on the roster for our quarterbacks. Let's look. But uh, I I don't if I'm the GM I'm not firing them. But if they fired him, I wouldn't have a problem because you have a lot of talent on that roster. You have a solid defense, a good linebacker core, offensive weapons. You should you shouldn't be five, one in five is the point no. I'm trying to make. Um, whether the new whether the solution is a new quarterback or a new coach, something needs to change. Um, uh, so I don't know if I'd fire Zimmerman, but I I wouldn't be mad if he was fired. I think there's substantial for that. Sean Mannon is the backup quarterback, and he looks terrible. Yeah, I I wouldn't explore a backup quarterback. I'd look for a different quarterback out there. I think I would too. How much? Maybe try to get Sam Darnold. Give the Jets a little pick or something. I don't know. The Honest- Jets would probably make a bad trade with you for him. Honestly, I don't know if <laughs> that's the thing. Would you rather have Sam Donald or Kirk Cousins? Oh, I'd I have Sam, Sam Donald, Donald every day. I think so. I if you look at Sam Donald's stats, they're probably terrible. But look at the position that he's been put in. Oh yeah, I fire. like it took us forever to even come up with one of his receivers, <laughs> and so it's like honestly, I like. I don't know. I just can't. Like He looks like one of the quarterbacks. He, he is an arm for a can. How I would describe Josh Allen, he's very similar to Sam Darnold. And so I like Sam Darnold a lot. I think he would benefit from having you know the receivers like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Yeah. Dalvin Cook is a great back. So I wonder what they if we traded Kirk Cousins. I don't know if they would definitely not do that straight up because they need some other pieces. I wonder what else we could. Because our defense, our defense this year is the worst it's been in a long time. We, we lost... Trey Reigns, we lost Sendejo, we lost a few guys. Linval Joseph, who's, I mean, a beast for the Cowboys. I don't know why we keep getting rid of these guys. I mean, the defense last year was so strong. They were knitted together. The, Andy, Andy, Anthony Barr, these guys have been playing together for years. He split them up. This is what you get, one and five. Um, but, yeah, we'll move on from that. We'll move on to Tampa Bay. 
you're seeing Tom Brady succeed and Bill Belichick fall. I mean, he got beat by the Denver Broncos who didn't even score a touchdown. They just kicked eight <laughs> field goals. Oh, goodness. I don't... That's a lot of field goals. But I I think there's a lot of people's takeaway is Tom Brady is not a system QB and the fact that the Patriots needed Tom Brady. I don't see it that way at all. Yeah. We're people, I think, overreacting to that win. I mean, Cam Newton played football for the first time in three weeks, two weeks. The Patriots yeah. didn't practice for a long time. And Drew Locke just came. Well, I guess they didn't score a touchdown. But he, they got their the Broncos got their starting QB back and their starting running back back. I think they're overreacting. I mean, one loss is one loss, but I I don't think um there people think people are overreacting. I still think Tom Brady is great. I don't think he's a system quarterback. I think he's the greatest of all time. I think he's. I think people are overreacting on the Patriots side. To it. they're they're two and three. That's the lowest they've ever been under five hundred. Uh, since like two thousand one, which is freaking crazy. But Gosh, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, exactly. Neither was I. But I think. I mean Tom Brady. Um, no, it was more of the defense. I I believe for the I watched oh, a little the bit. Oh, Aaron Rodgers could not do a single thing. No, he looked awful. So ten and ten, thirty-eight to ten, they kept him. I think Aaron Rodgers is still on the um, screw the Packers tour that he's on, and uh, saying Jordan Love sucks. Imagine yeah. if they put Jordan Love in. That'd be hilarious. Well, they put. Was it Tim Boyle in the backup? I don't know if you saw the picture, but they showed his college stats from UConn. <laughs> he had 13 interceptions and one touchdown at UConn. Oh, that's beautiful. What? And then he he got he transferred to EKU and played well, and that's how he got into the league. But I don't know. <laughs> I found it funny they showed those stats from college. I don't know why they didn't put Jordan Love in since they wanted to draft him. But let me look. I don't get that. Let me look at this quarterback real quick. Let me go to this. I still just don't understand. The Packers' logic in drafting a quarterback who Jordan Love was not very proven. You had a lot of quarterbacks in that draft. Jalen Hurts was still on the board. Uh, there was a couple more I can't say. Jake Fromm was still on the board. If you won a different quarterback, they had many quarterbacks. I don't know why you would choose Jordan Love, but you have to. When you have Aaron Rodgers, you have to give him some pieces. That's whether true. it's an offensive line, whether it's more receivers or something. I don't. I don't know why you do that. It makes no sense to me. Tim Boyle really went to EKU. That's crazy. Yeah. Talking about um, QB rankings, team that was is one and four that actually shouldn't be one and four that could be three and three and two, four and one is the Chargers. Tim Justin Herbert is. I've been big crazy. on Justin Herbert since he was in college. I've he's one of the him. guys. I I feel like it's a lot strong arm. He's a lot of like Josh Allen. He's yep. mobile, smart. I've, I've been high on Justin Herbert forever, and I think he's the best rookie quarterback right now. People love to say Joe Burrow, but I think Justin Herbert's performing the best for sure. With what he's in, I mean, Joe Burrow also. Joe Burrow's offensive line sucks. They're bad, um, they bad. Have some, they have some decent receivers, though. Um, but I, I like Herbert a lot more for the future. I think they're both going to be great, but I like Herbert more. Um. Last year, at the end of the college football season, Utah was like top five. Do you remember that when Utah? I do. It was such a weird, such a weird <laughs> thing. They were top five, and I think if they beat Oregon, they might have 
if they beat Oregon and then another team, they could slide their way maybe into the playoffs. And then they lost to Oregon. And then, yeah. And then they would have gotten throttled by LSU. Oh, you saw what LSU game. did to Oklahoma. Joe Burrow, seven touchdowns in one half. If that was Utah, it would have been a massacre. I think Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are two of the better quarterbacks for the future. I mean, you all you can see I mean I'm watching Patrick Mahomes right now. They're down seven to ten, but still. I mean, those guys are on the rise. Oh, I didn't even have this on the thing. Trevor Lawrence. Did you see what he did? Oh, that he did a bunch of things. Poor Georgia Tech. <laughs> oh my. They they put it like they sixty two up on quarterback. Him. They put their punter in at quarterback at the end of the game. They That's, they went up like sixty two to zero or sixty two to seven at halftime. Yeah, half-time. I think it was like fifty four or something stupid. It. In, I don't understand how you go to sleep after that bad of a beating. Ugh. Like, how do you go to sleep at night knowing you lost? What was it seventy three to seven? I think so. That's some Scott County Great Crossing type stuff. That's, <laughs> that's bad. That's like, I mean, Trevor Lawrence probably slept pretty good. He threw like 405 yards with like five touchdowns. He didn't play the second half. There's no way they put him in at the second half either. Okay, here's the question that's been going through a lot of people's minds. I don't know. I might have brought up the last podcast. If you're Trevor, I did. I think I brought it up with Cam. I don't know if I've asked you. If you're Trevor Lawrence, do you stay in college another year? If if the I, Jets have the number I, one pick, that's okay. It depends because a lot of these number one picks, people who are really highly touted, have they don't have a say as to where they go. Yeah. But if Trevor Lawrence tells the Jets, if you guys draft me, I'm I'm not I'm leaving first chance I get. I don't see how the Jets could pick him. I really don't. Like how <sighs> you like. Well, I think Trevor Lawrence, I mean, it, there's a lot of other factors that come into it, like his family, their family's financial situation and stuff. There's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. But if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I do stay, um, especially if they don't win a title this year. If they win a title this year, then yeah, go. yeah. but if they don't win a title, then I think they, he should definitely stay another year. I don't want to, like, I think Trevor Lawrence's family actually is pretty financially stable. I think they okay. are pretty good i assuming you, that then i'd you then i'd stay say back. stay another year i don't want to come anywhere near that jets organization if i'm him i don't know stay if they pick him though away from as possible do you think they pick him with sam darnold i think they might trade away sam darnold if they're I mean, gonna pick him that'd be such a jets move to do just blame they have the scapegoat in sam darnold i mean i just don't understand like i've in a sense i kind of feel bad for the jets because yeah. it's a lose-lose situation. They have nothing. They have nothing right now. Honestly. And so it's that they're in a situation where they can't, like, I don't think you draft Trevor Lawrence on the Jets because I like Sam Darnold. But also, what else are you going to do? Draft an O-lineman. What are you going to do with the number one pick? Draft an O-lineman? I mean, you That's can. True. Imagine. Just, I'd trade back. If I'm the Jets, I'm trading back and getting, like, a, a good, you know, safety or something get a, a decent player and then Ooh. just pick someone else with a pick jalen waddle jalen waddle i like jalen waddle he's fast. alabama wide receiver yeah. so they were talking about like remember rugs has been taken i'm can't remember the other ones there's the guy from there's jerry judy judy the, that's who it talking is about the offense last year there's Devonte smith he stays here for another year Najee harris is at bama still 
but they, that offense. Those, those two guys. Oof. There's another wide receiver too. Jalen Waddle is better than all of them, and it's it's by a while. Jalen Waddle is so good, and I feel like I mean, if I'm the Jets, slide back as far as you can until you get to that point where they're going, we're gonna take him. Slide there, trade your pick, let someone else get, let someone else yeah. win with Trevor Lawrence, and then trade draft him. Waddle's crazy, and him and Sam Darnold, I feel like could be the next. Hmm, I don't know, Tom Brady Gronk, but he's not really a tight end, so Tom Brady. Edelman, maybe. Tom if, Brady Edelman. Yeah. I'd th- I'd strive for a little more than Edelman. Maybe, you know, Mahomes I don't say Mahomes. Oh yeah, Mahomes know. and Watson. Watkins. Well, I was saying Hill Hill. But Oh, that's true. Hill is better. But I I, I don't want to compare him to Mahomes, but I think they could be something I don't want to say they'd be special on the Jets. It would take them a while, but Yeah. You know. And Mahomes just threw it well, thirty yards. Thirty yards now it's thirteen ten. Um wrapping it up a little bit. If you were a professional athlete, say an MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, would you ever check your ratings in a video game? Oh, I definitely would. You would? I I know as an athlete, you're supposed to learn to tune out the chat or not look at social media because it's just a dark hole of despair that you don't want to go down. Yeah. But I'd be too curious not to. Like, you know, I got, I'd want to check it for sure. I would definitely check. I couldn't. I would be able to resist. I mean, if I'm a, but I mean, if I suck, it'd be hard to be like, oh, I'm a seventy. I might have to bun. bun Even if I'm a seventy, I'm I'm putting the two K sliders on and dropping seventy with my my player. I just, I don't care. <laughs> it's it, it's it's crazy to think about how many people. I bet there's. I bet there's a lot. Of, it's kind of like NFL people uh, playing fantasy and betting. Is it? I feel like it is. Isn't it illegal? It is the whole legal. Pete it's, Rose thing. Yeah, I don't think it is legal. I don't even think if it's a game that involves not them, I don't think they're allowed to. I don't which think so either. I, I think it's kind of stupid. But um, they were talking about someone talking about Pete Rose, and like it's probably better that uh, he never got into the Hall of Fame because he got he gets more you know credit now. If you're him, you've made yeah. more money not getting in than you have gotten in. That's fair. I my opinion on it. I'm not a huge baseball guy. I know that in baseball there's a lot of, I don't say unwritten rules, but there's a lot of tradition behind it. Yeah. I don't. I mean, as long as he wasn't like tanking or like purposely losing or stuff, why not let him bet on himself? You know. Exactly. You know, I don't. I don't understand why not. But maybe there's more to it than I know. Baseball is weird. I've. I mean, you try to. They've done something to baseball with advertising. I don't know the whole concept with it. But advertising is very not centered, and they advertise it very little. So um, they need to make baseball relevant again. And I feel like Fernando Tatis, I don't know if you've heard his name. You might have. What what team is he on? He's on the Padres. He's, I have heard of him. He's cool is what I've heard. Like he's He is cool. He's a cool guy. And you don't that's, you, you get some cool guys now. That's why I think you need baseball to bring back is being cool. Like – Never have I ever heard anybody say baseball is a cool sport. You know, I don't mind baseball. I, I've grown to like it more than I did years ago. Yeah. But it would never be cool for me. But they need to do things, whether it's, you know, all these unwritten – what was it? I can't remember what team. He, it was him. Or, uh, it was him who swung yeah. – got the – and then the whole thing of, oh, it's unwritten rules, and he was clapping back on Twitter. 
That was the most entertaining baseball has been for years, uh, with the exception of the Astros getting hit with pitches. But oh, and Joe Kelly striking oh, yeah, out. Joe Kelly, you know. <laughs> but I think hero. that's what you need from baseball is for it to be cool again. And I know their whole target market is the older generation who doesn't want to see people flip bats or draw lines or whatever. But I want the I older know. generation out. The new generation is coming. We don't need them anymore. Yeah, it, if I'm baseball, I'm working on that. You know. Getting baseball, make baseball relevant again. Make baseball cool again. Get a hat that says that. Make it red. Make it the entire. Yeah, make it the Trump hat. hat, But yeah. Make baseball. NBCA. Might have to. There's got to. I mean, to get political. Nobody, nobody, write me and say political things, please. I don't. I don't want to hear it. This is not a political podcast. I I promise you. Good. Make baseball great again. (laughs) I'm making sure that's a thing. Baseball great again. Make it a thing. Make some merch. Conehead merch. I'm thinking, hey, wait, hold up. No, make 60 great again. Oh, Bryce Harper wore a hat. Oh, really? Make baseball fun. Oh, this was fun again. Mm, Bryce, come on. Close enough. Ah, found one. How much is this? 20 bucks? Make Conehead merch. You can do it. I mean, we. Wilson's probably listening to this. Wilson made his whole... Um. Weatherman merch. It wouldn't be that hard. I don't yeah, think th- it's not hard to make merch nowadays. You can go on random websites and make it. Conehead. I need to. I wanted to make a shirt that said "I uploaded today." Go listen or something like that. I'll figure it out. Huh. I don't like. I don't. Oh, like if war. you want, Mister Fender has a t-shirt machine maker thing. Really? So if you hit a Mister Fender, he he will sell stuff to you. You can yeah, buy he, shirts he, off of him. He had that Cardinal Connection store. Yeah, I worked. I I was in his class and I made T-shirts every day. That was my job. I would hold the T-shirts down, and it was pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie; it was one of the better classes I've been in. We didn't do anything. Maybe I'll talk to him. Maybe I should. Miss Williams, you didn't hear that. (laughs) If Miss Williams is listening to my podcast, I think I did something right. Maybe. Yeah, or wrong, or (laughs) or wrong. (laughs) I never forget. One of the funniest moments as a Scott County student was last year, or not last year, I guess it was two years ago, my junior year, state basketball game, they were announcing all of the staff and like, you know, they're announcing everybody's names and they're walking out. Yeah. Ryan Gum got the loudest cheer out of anybody, the basketball manager. My guy, Ryan, I don't know if you're really? listening, but I love you. Miss Williams, the biggest boo out of anybody. Everybody <laughs> in the student section was booing her. And it was, it was, I felt kind of bad for her because even that's kind of harsh. That's, I think she's done a pretty good job this year. I think she did a real, last year, I'm not kidding, was probably the funnest high school experience I've ever had in my life was last year. Because the Fair. people, everybody I, I don't, per, I'm not going to say anybody I didn't like, but people I disliked very much, everybody went to Great Crossing. Everybody went to Great Crossing. Except, I mean, I had some, a lot of good friends who also went there. So it was kind of mixed emotions. But I don't know. I, I think her first year was her first year last year. It was her first last year. year was your it was my junior year, your sophomore year. Yeah, the I don't think we she had a lot of there. fights. She didn't do that, good then. That was my last year at the high school because I did BCTC classes my senior year. Yeah, um, I feel bad because she wasn't Joe Pat. That's the that's what it came down to. Joe it's, Pat was had had the bar so high. That's a so. humongous school. That's a yeah. humongous. I mean, everybody is the community is into that, and I feel like. Yeah. No, and nobody was ready for Joe Pat to leave. We gave her a lot of hate that she probably didn't deserve. But yeah, but I mean, I, she's doing really good now. I feel like p- 
people are grow. I mean, when you're Joe Pat and you've been there for years, you have mottos, you have this, you have that. Pick yeah. them up, you're, putting them you down. You got the no drama button. <sighs> the thing is, I don't. I'm not kidding. I never saw Joe Pat my freshman year until like one of the last days of school. I never really? saw him. I saw him all the time. He was walking around doing his things. My my junior year or not my my sophomore freshman year. Maybe that's because I was in the freshman center. That's probably why. I forgot that was a thing, the ninth grade school. That's crazy. How was that ever a thing? I was in the uh, there was an entire was, school to ninth grade. Yeah, it was weird. And now I see ninth I never my brother was in a junior when I was a freshman and I only saw him in band. That's the only time I ever saw him. And now I see yeah. my brother, I see freshmen, and I'm like, disgusting. Huh. If you're a freshman oh whoa. Oh, Stefan Diggs just about made a great catch and then he didn't. But um We'll wrap it up here. Corey, thanks so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Uh, no problem. I'll be on whenever y'all want me. It's 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 been fun. Um, go Kentucky. They play Missouri. Maybe we'll do a post game. If we don't, if we don't destroy them, then I'd be kind of sad. <laughs> but Missouri Honestly. is the one SEC team besides Bandits looking ugly this year. Facts. And then – Sky County plays Ballard. Hopefully, it's going to be good for them to play. Oh, last year, that game was amazing. Yeah. So, hopefully, this year. I don't I don't know if I'll be able to go. I couldn't get to Montgomery. I couldn't get to Grant. Maybe this will be the week. I'll, they'll actually be able to give me tickets. It's like an hour away. I would oh. drive to see them play that. But, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks for everybody who listened. Thanks for all the constant support. I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, that's it. We out.